Okay, here we go. This is the first podcast for my website. How's it going, guys? Um, you're going to have to bear with me through this. This is the first one. <laughs> Remember, the first one always sucks, and they get better from here. So um, I've already done a couple of trials. I've kind of worked out most of the teething problems, and, um, and this, is, this is this. Here I am. Uh, this is something I've always wanted to do, uh, but feared that I lacked the skill set necessary to do so. Um, but I proved myself wrong with my video uh, or videos, which I've, I'm uploading to YouTube. Um, I'm on episode two now of, of my giveaways. Um, the the lapis goal, the most recent one, um, I thought it turned out pretty good for someone that has never used Final Cut before um, or, or any editing software really, um, apart from like on a, on a phone, like a kind of iMovies thing. Um, you know, the whole concept of like layering and everything. I mean, I don't even know the terminology to mock it, <laughs> uh, to exaggerate how difficult it is. Um, that's how alien it is to me. And I had to figure it out and I impressed myself and I managed to piece together this, <laughs> this miniature episode that went out into the world. Um, so there we go. And this, this is new to me too. So, um, again it's something i just i just want to do um and i've been encouraged to do by people around me um rather than making excuses and, and putting it away um i'm just gonna go for it <laughs> so here we go <laughs> um i suppose what i should talk about is why and what this is about um and the answer is i i want to be more familiar with my audience uh, I want them to know me a bit more. Um, I appreciate through the 15 second stories on Instagram is not the best way to get to know someone. And for my business to function, it's going to rely on that familiarity. And, um, and, you know, the people that are interested in what I'm interested in to connect with me. Um, there's, don't get me wrong, there's going to be a ton of people out there that are going to find this mind-numbingly boring, uh, that resentful, hateful, whatever, I'm going to get loads of shit. Um, uh, I'm sure some people listening now are like, what a dickhead. <laughs> uh, but fuck those guys. Uh, their lives are toxic and um, I don't need them. Uh, what I want are the people that do like what I do and the people that inspire me. I want to talk to them and I want to reach them and I want to talk with them. Um, so in future, there will be guests on here. And I hope that I can get some pretty interesting people to talk about some really interesting topics because one of the things in my life that, that really gets me down is that it doesn't matter what you choose to talk about you'll be associated with that thing from then on so uh, for example I'm fascinated by like megalithic structures and um, uh, like everything that's associated with that um, uh, I've watched a ton of stuff like since ever like documentaries as a kid um, like it was things in magazines like uh youtube when they you know came out and just start pumping all these like uh you know alien videos <laughs> associated with it but yeah there there it became like this the stigma attached to it so you can no longer question ah who built the pyramids or you know what kind of culture were they without being directly being associated to aliens and you know or your credit as a sensible human being goes flying out the window so uh it's, it's frustrating uh same with like space life beyond earth 
um, anything, you name it, like, even simple things, um, what happens when we die, uh, you know, what diet's good for you, like, you know, if I, for instance, if someone's like, oh, I'm vegan, and then another person is like, uh, only meat, you, you know, you're then associated with, let's say you're only trialing these things, um, you, you become associated with that, and, uh, you judged, and, <laughs> and it, it's pretty bad that we do this, and I try my hardest not to do that. If someone's going through a phase or they're, they're trying something out uh, or just researching, then like just let them do it and, and let them conclude and uh, explain their findings if, if it's beneficial or interesting. Um, however, I found that any time I try to talk about anything, especially if I'm not academically trained on it, I haven't gone to uni and put 10, 30 years into that subject. I'm not allowed to talk about it. How dare I? However, I'm allowed to you know watch a ton of things that to, to talk about it and I can recite that and find it interesting um but that I'm not allowed to talk about it and it's just, that's a no um that really frustrates me however when you meet someone that um is just like you on the same brainwave that finds the subject interesting like you get that click and that conversation that just flows and it's fascinating and you have a good time and you make a connection with that person and that's what I really want um and I get that too little in my life um and there's so many subjects that I would love to talk about. Um, some that I probably haven't even comprehended yet. Uh, I like to learn. My hobby went from, I suppose, you know, gaming as a kid to, uh, to now just watching documentaries and podcasts. It's, uh, it's probably very boring. <laughs> but I find it fascinating. Um, uh, knowledge, knowledge is my favourite thing now. Uh, like cultivating it and learning new things, figuring out the world around me. Um, new things, interesting things, um, because I, th I think what we're taught and what we're told is just so basic and it's always changing, um, just keeping up with what's new in the scientific world, like, just astronomy alone um, changes daily, the, it was so many, uh, China, America, Japan, like, India, they've all got space programs and they're all doing their own thing and discovering new things and you got like SpaceX, NASA, like <laughs> all launching these different probes, satellites, uh, telescopes, everything. It's incredible. Um, just keeping up with that is hard enough. So then all the other subjects I want to talk about and think about, there's unlimited conversations to be had. And I'm really excited to have those kind of conversations. Um, and make videos about things too, like uh, express myself uh, through my arts and my creativity. Um, I want to, I want to do it all and I want to try and make it uh, a living. Um, currently, that is not the case. <laughs> uh, so my website is a one pound subscription. Uh, that one pound uh, is then given to PayPal, and then PayPal take twenty p. So I get sixty p. So even my lowest denomination of our currency is uh, too much to ask from people when it comes to um, to PayPal. And then I have to pay tax on that. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's going to take a lot of people signing up. Uh, before I can choose to do this for a living. Uh, however, I am faithful that I'll get there eventually. Um, my goal is 4,000 people, because then that will account for uh, you know my living costs, tax, the people that I should and need to be paying. And um, yeah, and they're like saving up to go, out, go do stuff and grow as a person <laughs> and, uh, and buy cool materials to make cool shit to then give to you guys. Um, things I'm making now are, are like really cheap materials um, and they're only really gaining value by what I do to it. Uh, 
So like the skull, for instance, is, is like a block of mahogany and then some like scrap metal and some stones, which I have already. Um, it's all free, essentially. Um, yet the true value of it when it's finished is, I don't know, fuck knows. It would, I don't know. <laughs> Let's do a poll in the comments. What would you expect to pay for the lapis skull in the shops? That would be an interesting question. What would you want to pay? What do you think is worth? Uh, don't worry about hurting my feelings because I gave it away for a pound for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, and everything else in the future will be the same. Um, what I frustratingly uh, want is to be at my milestone now so that I can make something you know, once a week and I can do different shit all the time. Things with concrete and uh, things with perspects and like terrariums or planters and um, like send it to people like all around the world. I mean, just postage alone would just fucking cripple me financially currently so it's just not gonna happen for now however if you guys spread the fucking word because it's the only way this will work um you know paid adverts again takes the money uh uh promotions on on any social media um they fall on deaf ears doesn't matter if someone uh really big promotes you you know you just get a trickle of people that that look at your page but to engage someone uh and keep their attention is really difficult which is why i'm trying every possible thing pinterest tiktok uh instagram youtube this <laughs> uh writing blogs i'm trying to hit every single um demographic uh and move away from skulls <laughs> particularly I went down a rabbit hole there i'm sorry guys <laughs> i just uh i got fascinated on what happens when we die and uh you know how mortality is humbling and uh, my recent, uh, I'd say recent, it's been like a good year, I've really cared about humility and being humble because I don't see it often. I see a lot of ego online and that bothers me a lot because I see it in people that I love and I don't want to do it when they like start promoting their own wealth and like not because they're proud of what they've done but because they want to bring down someone else or they just, they just want to look like the shit and be cool and they think it's cool you know they're like walking around oh you're driving out dude like so what like you spent a load of money on four wheels and a box like the same for any other car like that you, we live in england or and um, wherever you guys live i live in england there's speed limits everywhere you can't max that car speed out it doesn't matter how good the engine is like you can only do like a max of 60 or 80 anyway like stop <laughs> and like the rolex it tells the time same as any other watch there's there's so much of it um it is it's i see them as toddlers <laughs> like, look at my toys <laughs> it's just ah and there's people that i would expect to be more intelligent um it's unfortunate um and I think if I ever caught myself doing it, I'd be ashamed of myself. Um, uh, I hope I've never, and I never will, um, rub into people's faces like, oh, I'm in this particular place doing this, or oh, look what I've got, or and it's bad examples. Um, I see the difference between like sharing, like, ah, oh, I've gone away somewhere nice, and here I am, I've worked hard all year. And uh, these are my holiday pictures. That's that's cool. Carry on with doing that, guys. But like, when it's like, I'm in the Bahamas getting served drinks by this waiter. No. <laughs> Stop. It's like toxic. Um, yeah, this this whole thing, really, everything I'm doing uh, has, a, has a primary cause 
to fight back against say social media toxicity because uh, we, we all know that like social media is the biggest cause of like social anxiety and depression because we only see the good that people want to to put out there um and and it gives an unrealistic view of life <laughs> um and we do it on purpose and it, it's gross so we should stop and on my instagram i used to there you go i like hit a burp there you go a butt I'm human, I fucking burp. <laughs> um, uh, I used to put on Instagram, like, me dealing with depression. Um, however, realistically, that does affect uh, employment. Um, and I, I chose to take those videos down, um, which is a shame. But if I'm going to be self-employed, if you guys are choosing to support me, then it doesn't matter because there's not going to be a boss that's going to look down their nose at me and see me as unreliable because um, I'm real about how I feel. Um, so I'd like to continue doing that and talk about uh, bad days and good days and, and how that feels and explore those ideas. Like uh, There's a lot of movements that are talking about like the unrealistic expectations of capitalism, like how uh, productivity has gone up 300%, but salaries have remained the same. Um, how we're like told and shamed into being a consistent level of uh, serotonin output. Um, <laughs> yeah, when we fall, um, uh, you know, we, we have a fucking duvet day because we can't can't deal with any more problems. We're in the wrong. We're weak. Um, that's not the case. Uh, I think what our generations from the boomer generation onwards are facing is an overwhelming stimulation for our brains we have not evolved to deal with this um to particularly i think as a tribe as a family it might be easy to deal with life but uh, speaking for myself here as uh, someone that lives and uh, is alone um it, it running the house the bills the, f the fucking everything else <laughs> like uh you know your ambitions your your social circle your family uh any problems you've got all of it combined is too much um, and it just, it levels you. Uh, you can't do anything about it. It manifests and comes out in, in ways you can't anticipate or expect. You you do things you wouldn't expect to do. You fuck up. You behave differently. Your brain just goes fucking crazy. Um, and I see it in so many people. And it's only, I know COVID is an awful thing, but the lockdown had a silver lining where everyone got to pause and sleep <laughs> and really pull back on how many problems we had we, we didn't have to go to work anymore and see that manager we hate we didn't have to work with that fucking cunt in department c that, that just spreads rumors and gossips like they can fuck off like we didn't have to deal with you know there's the social obligations uh financial situation yeah shit however we didn't have to you know go out and meet so-and-so for coffee and spend this much and do this and petrol blah 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 it's all bullshit um, but it amounts and it causes us problems, but it paused for a brief <laughs> golden moment and it's been great. And a lot of people I've talked to are healthier mentally now. And I worry that if we just go straight back into what we were doing, we're going to make huge mistakes. Um, it really is up to us to say no to these corporations and businesses that ask too much and give too little. Um, no one is going to do it for us. There are no unions, really. Uh, it's up to us individually to be like, well, have a spine. Um, I know I've done it and <laughs> it's caused me some serious 
hardships in my life where I've uh, stood up to my employer and it's never paid off. Um, I mean, I've made a point and hopefully I've inspired others to do the same and maybe I've uh, put a dink in the armor of someone that is, metaphorically speaking, wearing a fucking suit of armor and <laughs> a crowd of peasants. They, they, they have the true power here. Um, yeah, I've always tried to do my best um, and and just be a yes person and take the peanuts of a salary and um, and go about my, my time, say thank you. Yes sir, no sir, three bags full sir. But I can't anymore. I'm, I'm 32 and I, I, I mean, I, I say I can't like, uh, no, I can't. I have you know, so many options in my life. I physically and mentally can't. Something in my brain just clicks and I, um, I speak my mind and it's never uh, pleasant. <laughs> and then I move on. Uh, or I'm told to move on. So it's awful. Um, but you know, I'm glad and I sleep better. And when I talk to people that are, uh, you know, under the thumb of their employer and it brings them down and it makes them feel weak and it affects their relationship because, like, suddenly they, they just see themselves as a kid again. They start behaving like a kid and it's just, oh, oh, they change. It's gross. It's horrible. They're not independent anymore. They got their new job for that new salary and suddenly they're a cunt. It's awful. Fuck. Why did they do it? For money, for a car, to show their school friends that they're not a piece of shit when they never were. It's, it all kind of boils down to like mindfulness, which is the theme of this month's giveaway, just so you know. <laughs> Sign up for one pound, guys. Um, Mindfulness, because if you're not mindful, if you don't wake up every day and think about what you're doing and why, then we can find ourselves in some pretty stupid situations, saying and doing and believing some pretty stupid things. Um, and I think everyone should practice it. Meditation at some point. Like, I'm not going to be unrealistic and be like, oh, guys, we should meditate every morning. You should do two hours of yoga and uh, some cardio and only fucking chaya seeds <laughs> no um just when you can when you have a moment to just sit and like reflect and you don't have to meditate like i know not mufasa who's the guy liking rafiki you don't have to sit like rafiki in his tree <laughs> like um like that that's not what i mean you can do it that way if you want and it's pretty kind of chill to be honest <laughs> i do it now and again um you can just sit lay fuck lay in bed and just think like put the fucking pillow over your face maybe not too much like over your eyes <laughs> and breathe like through your nose and out your mouth and it clears your head you like for me i, I hear my ears like pop like everything my face isn't so tense anymore like my neck eases up my shoulders go loose and i feel better immediately and it's because i sat and I breathed and I met and I thought about things and it gave my time, my brain time to work shit out. Um, I think everyone should do that. And uh, I know lots of people that don't, that should. And I don't know, I suppose I'm trying to promote that. <laughs> um, so do it for fuck's sake. Um, and if you're not and you've got loads of problems in your life, that's why. There you go. But if you don't and life's going swellingly, then. Um, 
good for you too. We don't all have problems. Some people have great lives. That's okay too. So if you're listening to this, like, who is this fucking dude with all these fucking problems? <laughs> and who are these other people with all these fucking problems? Like, unfortunately, we're out here struggling. Like, you're a good swimmer. We're not good swimmers. So you carry on swimming ahead. We'll catch up. That's okay too. Um, but then you're likely to get brought down by the whole, like, privilege movement eventually. So... <laughs> Um, I guess that's a subject I wanted to talk about too is um, uh, something that stopped me from doing this earlier or any of my social media uh, for that matter is just the fear um, of upsetting someone like it seems everyone is so fragile at the moment um, and I can see a pattern emerging um, so I'm reading a book called Gulag Archipelago and it's about like liberalism becoming Marxism um, in, in Russia after the the destruction of the uh, the Iron Curtain. Um, and it's where basically anyone of stature or wealth was persecuted. They, um, much like we're seeing now, like with any of the billionaires, we used to idolise them, we used to want to be them and own yachts. Now the realism that we're never going to have that has, uh, has made people change their tune. And now we... We hate them. How can they accumulate such wealth? It's disgusting. And, um, you know, these rags to rich stories have stopped very suddenly. <laughs> All these people that, you know, promoted how, how good they were, Hollywood, everything. Like, oh, I had nothing, now I've got everything. Like, well, the fact you've got everything means you didn't learn your lesson. Um, and you've left people behind and you didn't share. So those people are in greater number than the wealthy. And they're angry. And what happens is, Gulag Archipelago. <laughs> You get angry liberal people wanting equality or whatever number of ideologies that they've got and they hunt you down and they pull you apart and they shoot you in the head in the street or they ship you off to Siberia to freeze to death in a work camp. And what happens then is that the highest tier of wealth is gone and the one below it is the next target and the one below that is the next target and the one below that and it just trickles down until you get rid of anyone, and then you have communism. But the downfall of that was that even the wealthy farmers that worked hard to get their land and provide for, well, turns out that there was a number on it, 8 million people um, who were shipped off to freeze to death for, for having the audacity to think they're better than others, and um, you know their, their hardships and ambition wasn't recognised. They were just immediately put into this... Uh, um, stereotype of, of, of like a, a wealthy you know cunt <laughs> um, uh, and then you run out of people that have skills that, that know how society work uh, and then the, the the outcome was that is that 8 million people starved to death in Ukraine so although these people aren't sharing and have caused this huge wealth gap you can't just <laughs> do what we did in the in the olden days and persecute them, hunt them down and, and fucking murder them. And that's the way it's looking at the moment with the riots and the burning of buildings, sacking of cities, the occupations of towns. Like, it's insane. It's insane. We're as bad as the right wing. We're acting out and we need to stop. <laughs> um, I mean, trust me, in my youth, I was I was all for it. I fucking hated, like the concept of a government and being told what to do and it pissed me off but like as i've gotten older like i realize why i pay tax i realize why i uh 
obey the law, why we have things in place and and because it can go to shit so quickly and anarchy is bad and what we end up with is is what happened in 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 russia um it's, it's not cool so what i was trying to approach was how the fragility of society is going down that road um people are too afraid to speak people don't want to offend anyone or say the wrong thing even when you don't think you could possibly offend someone use the wrong acronym or uh label someone by the wrong gender or use uh, a common sentence which is now being highlighted to be uh, racially insensitive or um, or hurtful to like a particular sector of society that has suffered for that that you had no way of anticipating because you never thought about it because you live your life looking at your problems and you could call that ignorance or you could just call it you know not discovering that until it's in your face unfortunately it's not being educated to us it's being screamed into our faces and people are losing jobs or uh, being cancelled and it's it's awful um the overreaction of people is insane where it could just be dealt with through simple debate conversation um ambitious productivity uh yeah like okay so you've got a full-time job um, you want this one thing to to be dealt with by I don't know the government or uh, your employer, for instance. Like it's gonna cost you your time to go out of your way, in your spare time to uh, get that across to people through I know petitions, uh, meeting other people, causing meetings. That's how things get built. It doesn't just happen, I guess. So I'm against like <laughs> uh, I'm all for freedom of speech. However, when like you're allowed to, I know, for instance, the KKK, don't give them freedom of speech. <laughs> that's not that's not freedom of speech. That there should be freedom to speak, but there's consequences for your words. However, those consequences have to fit the crime. And what we're doing at the moment is giving the death penalty to any to anyone, to any any fuck up. Um, no matter how hard they've worked, no matter how good they've been in the past, if someone fucks up and they're doomed. Um, and I, I was hesitant to, to do anything uh, or say anything online. Yeah, I've always wanted to do comedy. Um, I can be when I'm in a good place, mentally and financially, like a hilarious person. Um, and I've been told to do stand-up and I, I looked into it and I tried to. Um, it's just too risky. Like, the concept of offending someone... Uh, it's bad anyway. Like it's not something I, I'd be comfortable with. Um, I, I've always just wanted to make people laugh and make them happy. Um, but yeah, you can just quite easily say the wrong thing at the wrong time to the wrong person, and you can cause pain, which is a worry. But uh, yeah, on top of that is like the social um, tracking, I guess, that is social media and um, well, everything that we we put online. Um, it can come back to you at a later date, <laughs> so to speak. So. Yeah, um, even in my writing, um, I measure everything I say before I say it, um, because I I don't want to be held accountable for something that I didn't mean because I didn't think about it. You know, if I'm you know, it's just being lazy. Um, if I were to write something just and then I said this to her and she was bad, uh, then yeah, I'm gonna pay for it because I didn't think. But if I sit and reread and um, yeah, go over what I said. Make sure it's what I mean. Then everything will be hunky-dory, I guess. So, uh, I mean, already in this 
half an hour. Whoa, that went fast. You can see why podcasters that go into the two, three hour mark. Um, everything in this 28 minutes has, um, has been, you know, unmeasured. I'm just talking ad lib here. Uh, yeah, which is uh, maybe next time in the next episode. Because this is a learning lesson, guys. Don't forget that. Um, so here we go. This is what I've learned from this one. Is I need subject points. <laughs> so pen and paper the next time. Um, and I'm going to approach different subjects and stop myself from rambling. Because I'm fucking rambling! Again. Um, so, okay, well, I covered like a brief amount of topics. Um, hopefully the next one will be with someone and about something in particular. <laughs> and not just me rambling in my room late at night like a lunatic. Um, I hope you enjoyed or could tolerate briefly. Uh, and I'll see you on the next one. Much love. Bye.